You're listening to episode 75 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. We're in the busy holiday season where there can be the tendency to add some extra weight between the stress of the holidays and all of the parties and even sweet treats that are around. I know that I am so guilty of this. I used to always say I'm fluffing up for winter, but since living in Florida nearly the past eight years, I guess, I don't think I can really use that excuse anymore. But the other thing that tends to happen around the holidays, especially around the new year, is an emphasis and focus on weight loss, dieting, and getting your health on track. But what I'm not really a fan of is the whole dieting fads. You know, the ones that make you go hard and then are impossible to maintain. One thing that I learned from this week's guest, Brianna Wilkerson, is that I need to reframe my thinking around the word diet. You'll see what I mean shortly. But Brianna is the founder and CEO of Madewell 345 and the holistic health coach and life coach. And today we're talking about how to ditch dieting and reclaim your health for good. Are you ready to meet Brianna? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up. Let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith. Welcome back to another episode. Today's guest is Brianna Wilkerson. Brianna is a holistic health and life coach with a heart to see busy women ditch dieting, lose weight, and reclaim their health for good. She is also an essential oils advocate for doTERRA essential oils and empowers women to use their non-toxic natural solutions like essential oils for their health and for those they love. Brianna, I'm excited to chat with you today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I would love to get started by just learning a little bit more about you and your journey. Had you always had the goal of being a holistic health coach? No, I mean, I would say that was the last thing I wanted to do with my life. But really? Not the last thing. I just never saw that as a part of my life's trajectory. So uh, I think I'll try to make it condensed or short. So I grew up in the Cayman Islands. That's where I'm from. That's where I was born and raised. I went to school in Tampa, Florida for college for about five and a half years, six years. And growing up in Cayman, uh, I was very accustomed to Caribbean food, Caribbean lifestyle, but we just didn't really cook much at home. And, and also I just really loved fast food. So I think over time I just, you know, gained a little weight, but I was, I was actually pretty comfortable. Like I wasn't like, Oh, I need to um, lose a lot of weight, but I started sports. And then by naturally, by starting all these different sports, I was like, okay, maybe I should watch what I eat. And I just started to kind of just lose weight healthily. Right. But because I actually had been exposed to different diets in the past through like my mom and her friends, I was also under, in the back of my mind, I started to think about, well, in order to really get results, you got to be really strict. And so uh, there's a lot of different changes that happened in my life in high school. Friends moved away, a huge hurricane hit came in. And so the way that I wanted to control everything that I was feeling was, I was like, okay, well, I can just control what I eat and how much I exercise. So that just became a very unhealthy coping mechanism, basically, because I became way too skinny for my body type um, and exercised way too much. So much so that teachers, my family were like, lovingly like, okay, this is a little too much. Like, what what are we going to do to help you? And uh, I actually saw a nutritionist, but 
I think I should have known something was up when I went to the nutritionist and started bawling. Like it wasn't about right. And so she recommended I see a child psychologist, but I think at the time, whenever you're struggling actually with a major issue in your life, you just kind of like, well, let me just do what everyone else is telling me to do so they can kind of get off my back sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. So Been I just gained, gained a little weight, all that stuff. Um, but I never dealt with the root. And so fast forward to the end of high school where I was up to be Valley Victorian and that meant the world to everybody at the time and myself. And it was just too overwhelming. So I actually went to food for comfort. Like I always just had this bad relationship with food. So with that, I gained back all the weight, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt. And so from that point, I tried diets. I was like, that's the only way I know how to fix this, but they just weren't working. It was out of control. I just hated it because it was so restrictive. Um, and I, that's kind of how I entered college and college was where I finally had a personal like renewal, even with my faith and just a breakthrough and really learned that if I was going to care for my body, it actually had, I had to care for my whole life. I had to care for my faith. I had to care for my mind, which is actually where all the issues were stemming. Um, I had to care for myself. And so I started having a holistic health approach basically. And through different things through a few years, I approached eating, exercise, sleeping, all these different areas from a place of love versus a place of like shame or guilt. Like I need to fix something. Mm. And um, from that place on, just, you know, journeying on enjoying it myself and, I did the whole 30 program, which is just kind of a reset program. But in during that program, I realized, wow, I actually have control over food. I don't have to give into my cravings and actually eating healthy and taking care of yourself can be fun. Mm -hmm. And it was from that point about 2014, five years ago in October, actually, I, I was like, I need to do something. And I, I was an accountant at the time in Cayman, Cayman Islands is one of the top financial industries. And so I had a very secure job, but I just was like, I'm, I need to do something to help other women because I'm not alone here. And so I went to a health coaching certification online while I worked. And the minute I started seeing clients, I just knew like, this is what I need to do. And I may not do this like full time in different areas of my life for the rest of my life, but I need to help women in this area. And so, yeah, I've just been doing it the last five years, five years full time and part time on the side, like just basically based on like what other things I'm doing in my life. And so I love that. Yeah. Wow, what a journey. And I, I know. touched on so many different parts of just mm -hmm. self-love, self-compassion, right. um, what's healthy. And mm -hmm. I know we're approaching this time of the holiday season. Right. And especially coming into the new year, you're just going to be hit on social media, on TV, in mm -hmm. marketing all about dieting or right. join our gym or join this weight loss program. And it's almost that dieting has become taboo word in right. society and there's so many different forms of it and trends mm -hmm. going on. So I know that you said that you're not a big fan of the word dieting, but what are your mm -hmm. beliefs around it? Yeah, I think now there's a couple different definitions when it comes to diet. A diet is what someone normally eats in their everyday life. And so, right. you know, people in Asia or in America or in Europe or in the Caribbean have a certain diet. So it's not that that word is bad. I think, but the way that we have tended to use it over the last probably 30, 40 years, especially in the West is it is something you do in order to um, restrict calories or to lose weight or to um, achieve a certain health goal. And sometimes, most of the time, not actually, it's not actually like healthy or sustainable long-term. It's okay for a short term. But the issue with that is that actually a lot of diets are really successful. Like a lot of people reach their goals. They feel great. 
but people then don't know how to actually live the rest of their life eating well or exercising because it was so restrictive and they had to change so much for two or three months or longer than that. And then it's like, okay, but what about when I go to a party or what about when the holidays comes up or what about when I'm traveling? Like there's no concept of like, how do I actually be well in the rest of my life and for the rest of my life? And I see, so that to me is the trouble with Mm. typical diets. Like I eat a certain diet all the time, but it's not that I'm constantly dieting or restricting myself. Right. Um, that's what's made, that's what's been the big change for me. So it's more restriction versus right. dieting. Right. Yeah. Mm. So why, why holistic health? Why is it important to look at your health from that view? And, and what does that practically look like? Yeah. So as I've, as I even journeyed in my own um, personal journey and as well as the work I've done with clients, I started to see there's around like seven or there's a lot of different areas that when people start to uh, just change their lifestyle in these areas, it really does impact their health. And because I'm a nerd and love the science behind the way this all works in our body, I started to see while people don't know this. So obviously most people know nutrition and exercise. And I think a lot of people tend to stop there. And that actually, those two are the foundational ones. If you're not, your whole body is based on what you eat and how you're nourishing your cells and all of your organs. Um, And then your body's meant to move. It's meant to use that energy you just consumed. But if we just stop there, we missed some key things that actually impact our health almost even more like stress. Stress is one of the leading causes of many chronic illnesses in today's world because literally what happens in our body is that we are constantly living what we call this fight or flight response. We're constantly in fear. We're constantly stressed and stress impacts your mind and your body the same. So if a line is coming at me, of course I'm going to be stressed, but everything else shuts down. My, my body's not worrying about digesting food. It's not worried about breathing. It's just worried about like, get out of here. But the issue is because of today's society, we are always inundated with constant stressors. So my body is constantly not worrying about the things that are actually functional to it, like digestion. And so what happens is you're you're flooded with cortisol, you're flooded with all these things, and it just wreaks havoc on your body. And so people develop, you know, mental health issues or, um, you know, or just to these different things physically. And I actually worked with people even myself that when we can just breathe and like learn to manage our stressors, you start to eat better because we all know stress can either make you naughty or eat the wrong things. Yeah. Um, you start to sleep better, which when you're not sleeping as well, oh my goodness, it's like your body actually sends hormones saying, hey, I'm not sleeping, so I need more energy. And what kind of energy do you want? You don't want an apple. You want like an Oreo and you yeah. want a donut. You know, you want a quick fix because your body's like, I need it now. <laughs> so those are just four other aspects and obviously toxins. We all know there's a lot of organic natural products, but the reason why is because a lot of these um, chemicals that are not regulated um, mess with our hormones, our endocrine system, and it causes thyroid issues. It causes our body to hold on to weight. It causes memory issues. And so obviously this seems so overwhelming to like, oh my gosh, I have to change my whole life. Uh, but I really try to tell people, yes, this is the whole macro point of view, but when you start, you got to start one place. So if you need to start with right. nutrition, start there. Mm-hmm. Maybe for you, it's starting with actually like your mindset. Maybe you just need to believe that being healthy is possible and fun. <laughs> so start there. So 
looking at knowing the macro is important, but you really need to start on a micro level um, in yeah. one or two areas at a time. And I feel like those, those small shifts, they create and they, they rev up these bigger changes in our lives. So it's like once you've mastered one, boom, you're moving on to the other one. And right. you're, it's, a, it's that process. So yeah, I like that you're suggesting you just break it down into to bite size level. Yeah, exactly. So I hear about this all the time and I'm a little curious to pick your brain gut health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hearing, and I think like I'm hearing about it more and I don't know if it's because I need to learn about it and <laughs> self-awareness thing, or it's just being talked about more, but why is our gut so important to our health? Yeah. So I think when people hear about that, they, you know, it's kind of confusing like my gut, my stomach, my what, um, but really what happens in your digestive system or your gut is anything you eat, um, anything you drink goes down and through it. And there's like this system that is down there. It's called your microbiome system, which actually has bacteria. So we think bacteria is bad, but it's bad bacteria. We need good bacteria to actually, excuse me, build up our immune system and fight. And a lot of that is housed within the gut. Mm. And so whenever we're eating certain foods that messes with that bacteria, particularly sugar, particularly processed carbohydrates, it feeds off of that and it starts to... Um, cause that imbalance. And when you have that imbalance, your immune system's down, inflammation can go up. Um, it's harder to use the bathroom, which we need to talk about this ladies. Like poop is good. You need to be pooping because your body needs to just get rid of what it doesn't need. But that constipation, that leaky gut, all these things, um, a lot of studies have found the reason why you're probably hearing about this is a functional health and medicines on the rise. And they have found that a lot of preventable chronic illnesses, actually the root starts in your gut, autoimmune mm. conditions. So thyroid issues, all these, um, all these paleo, all these things there, people have recognized that when they've changed what they've eaten and have cared for their gut, it has allowed um, healthier glowing skin. It has allowed clear focus and energy. And um, yeah. And so your gut is just so important because 60 to 80% of your immune system is housed in your gut. And wow. so- and even melatonin and serotonin, like sleep, sleep, happy hormones. It's like a lot of that's made in your gut. So it's like if you're not caring for your gut health, which they actually would say is your almost your second brain because it just governs so much of your body, then you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be sleeping as well. And so, yeah, it, it's all connected. Man, so don't even trust your gut. Take yeah, care yeah. of your gut. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my goodness. I didn't realize that, that it, it controlled that much. Yeah. 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 So, so what is leaky gut then? Yeah. So leaky gut is what happens. So your body has this intestinal lining and it has a certain amount, what we call permeability that, um, it basically keeps bad things from coming in your gut and keeps things like maybe your body, your body's trying to get rid of from going into your bloodstream or leaking mm. out of your gut. And so a lot of people have found, particularly with the way gluten is made now, now, like if you talk about old ancient times, it was thought different then. Now we have a lot of genetically modified gluten. The structures change. So when a lot of people eat stuff like that, it actually can tear away at their intestinal lining. Like this is if you're like constantly eating and not just like once or twice and cause what we call leaky gut, which just means particles are like coming out of your gut into the rest of your body. Ooh. And yeah, it, it's like graphic, but 
Um, I mean, it sounds as bad as the actual yeah, term yes. leaky gut is. <laughs> so that's where you, then your body's like attacking itself. So that's what right. you call autoimmune because it's like, what's going on? Like this is foreign and it's just like attacking. And so then a lot of people develop, um, you know, serious conditions because it, it, your body. So leaky gut is something that can be repaired though oh. through like, you know, caring for your gut through probiotics, bone broth, all those things and what you eat. But people who have had it, like I, I think I've had it at one point, are, might still be sensitive. And so you just need to know that. There are people who are like, can eat whatever they want, nothing's wrong. Mm. Um, but there are people who, once you discover that you've had any sort of susceptibility to something like that, you just have to be careful for a while. Mm. So. Interesting, interesting. So on a completely different topic, yeah. let's, let's slide on in here essential oils because I know you're also an advocate for essential oils. So tell us about them and how they can impact our health and our health goals. Yeah. So when I started using essential oils, I started using them maybe around the same time I was starting my coaching business. And I had, um, I did, I do CrossFit and I had tendonitis in my left wrist because I just overused it and didn't listen to it. Uh, and it was just like, had no movement. It was, it was stiff. It was sore. And even though I was getting physio, it just take, took forever to kind of heal. And I started using this, this, this blend and this rub by, um, I used doTERRA, their company called deep blue, and it was about soothing muscle pain. And it had a wintergreen and wintergreen has all essential oils have these, what we call these chemical constituents, which what is what makes them what they're, what they is. And so, uh, methyl salicylic acid, which, um, is what's an ibuprofen actually. So hmm. it started to really like suit the pain and I was just using a little bit and I just started to wonder like, what is this thing? Like, what are these? Because I heard about essential oils years ago and I was like, oh, that sounds nice. Lavender smells great. Calms you down. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I started, when I started to see that it was more than about aromatherapy and aromatherapy is powerful and it does impact our emotions that it was actually about like these health benefits I just started to do a lot of research and just started to share about them with whoever wanted to learn about them. And so basically essential oils are these, uh, these oil particles that come from the root, the stem, or different parts of trees, plants, and herbs. And uh, they have these therapeutic benefits that allow um, whatever they were doing to help the plant, they can do to help us. And so peppermint um, has a high menthol component, which is cooling. And so a lot of athletes or work people who out use pepper water or on heat. Uh, obviously, people know lavender is so great for calming. Lavender is great for burns or scars, actually. So if you like, pick, oh no, I touched it on my skin. I I um, instantly put lavender so I don't get them. Yeah, and it works. And so oh. there's hundreds of my goal in life to learn as much about them as possible. So when someone says, I have this random thing and I'm like, well, they're <laughs> um, I, they're, I could, you know, gut health, all these areas we talk about stress, sleep, exercise, gut health, uh, oils can be also be a solution, a physical product and solution to all to couple with changing your habits and your lifestyle. Yes. It's so funny. Um, my, I'll give my friend Holly a shout out here, but she, we, we kind of joke that she's like an essential oils witch, because if you go into her medicine cabinet in her home, it is just like oils on oils and oils on oils. (laughs) So yes, yes. 
And I, I love it so much because then like she has, it's like she has a concoction for everything, but yeah. because, you know, we live in a state where there's lots of mosquitoes and my kids mm. or fire ants, um, my kids too, they, they know to grab the lavender almost, they don't even think about it. Like I don't even right. know if they know anything else and send them to, to summer camp with a little to go pack of, of lavender <laughs> in yes. case they get yes. eaten up and it just becomes natural to them and start implementing it at such a young age. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Like again, like, yeah, there's like lavender, then there's five or 10 other ones that can do that same thing. But I think what I tell people is like, find the one that works for you best. You don't need yeah. to get all 10 of them. <laughs> so right. lavender works and do it. Use lavender. Absolutely. I love it. So let's just wrap up as we're mm. going into the new year. Yeah. We, we all know everyone's going to be starting their health goals. So mm -hmm. what are some tips that you have that our audience can just start to implement in a healthy way to mm -hmm. lose weight, add more balance into the routine, or just reclaim their health for good? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing with this is you need to like resolve, like set in your mind that this year you're not going to try to just change everything and do a quick solution you need to go about it and saying if it took you 30 20 15 whatever 10 years to create habits that aren't serving you and your health anymore it's going to take a while to create new habits that are going to serve you and so first things first like don't resolve to like change everything right away like pick one or two areas of your life that you know like i think most of us know what we need to work on but there's just the block because we're either these all or nothing sort of thing. I'm either going to change everything or I'm not going to change nothing. Right. And so really pick one or two areas, whether that's your nutrition, your exercise, your stress management is important, your sleep or your gut or natural products or even your mindset. Like pick one area, two areas and make one or two goals for the year, but then work backwards. So say if you want to lose 20 pounds for the year, work backwards. How much does that mean? for six months how much does that mean for three months and then what do you need to do because there's a difference between like a outcome goal and a process goal so that's your outcome goal you want to lose 20 pounds but what's the process to get there I think that's what people forget like they set these great altruistic goals but oh wait how do I even get there so get the accountability and support you need and whatever it is that you need to actually like implement this goal then I think that's what you need to figure out as well so when the new year comes you're not just like wondering around like how am I going to do this how am I going to do this and then you just make a drastic change think about what you need to make these small incremental changes whatever support you need and 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 plan that and actually go after it before the year starts mm, I love it and you are there to support our audience yes. if they need it so where can our audience go to just learn more about holistic healthy living and connect with you further yeah so I'm probably on almost every social media channel but Three four five is basically all my handles, and then my website is madewell345.com. Um, I have a free Facebook group on oils, and then another one for coaching, Healthy Body Community, uh, and then I also have a podcast, Healthy Body Podcast. So whichever one that you tickles your fancy, wherever you're hanging out <laughs> the most, I'm probably there too. So um, you can check all that out. 
I love it so much. I'll be sure to link those in the episode notes. Taking care of our bodies is so important. And I have loved learning from you today. Thank you so much, Brianna. Thank you so much. I know the audio broke up a little, but technology isn't perfect and neither are we. Regardless, I love Brianna's passion to help women reclaim their health. I've dropped direct links to Brianna's website and social channels on this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. If you're wondering, yes, I am dropping a podcast episode next Wednesday. There's no skipping Wednesdays in my opinion. And yes, next Wednesday is Christmas. So it won't be a traditional episode, but this episode is so near and dear to my heart and I think you're going to love it. It is a family-friendly episode, so while you're listening to it on Christmas Day, I invite you to share it with your loved ones around you as it's truly a story that serves up a nice slice of humble pie. Of course, I've got another episode for you on Friday for Fuel Your Life Friday, but until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.